they might miss out a lot of opportunities because chances are they run around with dark sunglasses and don't see that in front of them there's actually a white swan. People often reject to believe what they don't understand or what scares them. With Dragonfolio China, you have the unique chance to truly understand a frequently misconceived country and an inevitable shift in the 21st century. Just lean back and enjoy a fascinating journey through China that will astonish and reward you. Nimenhau guys and welcome to the next episode of the Dragonfolio China podcast. My name is Eric and today I'm going to talk about black swans in China. And no worries, I did not change my channel into a biological channel or into a nature documentary channel. However, a black swan is a major reason why so many people are afraid of China and actually not only of China, but many people are constantly scared of the arrival of a black swan. And with that, of course, I want to first talk about what is the common understanding of a black swan. How do we define it? A black swan is an event that is not really predictable and that applies to nearly everyone. 99% of people cannot predict the arrival of a black swan. So it goes way beyond what is expected by society. And because it is so unexpected, so either an outcome of a situation is very surprising or an event or incident appears out of nowhere. And so it is actually more a shock rather than a surprise. A surprise is more positive, whereas a shock, of course, is a rather negative experience. And this is why it has normally a lot of severe consequences. And um, one of the classic black swans or black swan events that we were all witnesses of were the dot-com bubble in the early 2000s. And a few years later, you had the world economy crisis with Lehman Brothers and so on. But of course, going back a century, you had events that are actually way worse, like, for instance, the world wars. And of course, you can always see, oh, I saw it coming. A lot of people afterwards, they claim that. But most black swans, you can actually not really be sure until they really arrive. Because normally, they are so negative that a lot of people, until the very end, will deny them or will not believe that it really is going to happen. Why I'm going to talk about the black swan today? Of course, it is no coincidence because right now we have a event that might also be a black swan and that is the coronavirus epidemic in China or now actually, as I speak, it spreads globally. And so I want to um, yeah, analyze a bit, do we have a black swan here and do we have further black swans in China right now or in the past years? And I think the coronavirus indeed can be called a sort of black swan because, well, as we all know, it came out of nowhere. China was not directly prepared for that. This is why it spread so quickly during Chinese New Year. And while I record this episode, it's way too early to draw a conclusion or really evaluate the total decree and consequences. So we don't know where this is heading exactly at the end. But as we know right now, we also have a lot of really severe impacts on Chinese economy, on people globally. The world economy will definitely slow down a bit because of this, because also the supply to other areas in the world is interrupted. 
But what we often totally neglect here is that we talk about economic consequences, first of all. But of course, you have a lot of social and demographic aspects that we often yeah, are not really aware of or we don't pay enough attention to this. And it was the same with the world economy crisis in 2008. Yes, a lot of companies went bankrupt, some banks disappeared, and there were billions of US dollars which just disappeared. They were just gone. But the really devastating part were the impacts on people who lost everything. It damaged lives of people. A lot of people committed suicide and so on. So the fate of an individual is actually way more important. And you have the same in China. A lot of uh, family business, uh, private businesses, um, yeah, just smaller companies, they really struggle and there is a fair likelihood that a lot of them will also disappear or go bankrupt. Of course, now the Chinese government is pumping a lot of money into the economy to help them. There are a lot of loans given to even major companies because actually you cannot afford to let all of them go bankrupt. But uh, yeah, a lot of companies even... Uh, within this short period, they run out of cash. So it's a very um, serious situation. But um, as a matter of fact, most larger companies, they're going to be fine. They struggle a bit, but uh, in a few months, they will not even really care anymore. But uh, for smaller people, and especially in, let's say, some rural areas where they don't have so much support, where they cannot uh, yeah, rely on uh, others helping them out, where they cannot... Uh, just get easily back on track afterwards. They might really have huge losses. So that is why I would say also the coronavirus is, at least in China, not globally, but at least in China, I would definitely say we can speak of a black swan here, especially since a lot of poorer people or smaller business going to be the big losers of this. And then the question is, because uh, I read actually an article about this, that people say China recently had a lot of these kind of black swans and, um, yeah, very unhappy incidents. And one they mentioned was Hong Kong. So they say that China totally misread the entire situation in Hong Kong and uh, that the situation is way more complex with uh, the Chinese identity in Hong Kong with democratic movements that, yeah, China totally underestimated this. And another would be the trade war with the United States, where people claim that China totally underestimated President Trump and also the US as a whole at the end, um, who really uh, were extremely determined to uh, establish changes and to get a deal that is fairer for the United States. And uh, so people always see China now in a lake of problems. And my point of view is this. As you grow, as you become bigger, as you become more global, you will, of course, face more and more challenges and more and more pressure. Competition gonna increase. And so I think most of the events and incidents that uh, China recently experienced is sort of the cost that you have when you grow. You can take this to a personal life or to a company life as well. If you, for example, become more successful, you're more in public, it could be you become a manager in your company, you're automatically going to face way more wind and way more pressure. This does not mean, however, that your life or your success or your career necessarily also becomes worse. 
because at one point it's simply a yeah as i said it's the cost that you have to pay for this you have to think about it nobody really forces you to go there but china of course is ambitious and so once you yeah go beyond certain thresholds that is what you can expect so sometimes you should also see this rather as a compliment and confirmation for your way forward my second point here is that I think you cannot really compare the coronavirus with the events in Hong Kong or the trade dispute with the United States. Hong Kong and the trade war are, I would say, developments that are somehow predictable, but of course not the exact extent. China knew that Hong Kong sooner or later going to be some kind of uh, yeah issue again and could cause tension. And the trade war now, I mean, we have a deal uh, as I speak, but we all know that this is not over. So this is going to continue for probably years. And you cannot really say that this is a black swan. This is going to happen again and again. Sometimes it's going to be more peaceful, but of course it's going to remain. We, 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 I think we're not going to fully get rid of it that soon. So this is, in my, to my mind, absolutely has nothing to do with a black swan. A black swan is something totally unpredictable with very severe consequences. And the definition fits rather to the coronavirus because that was really something you could absolutely not be prepared for. Well, actually, you could. I'm going to talk about this in a few minutes, how you can be prepared for. In addition, if you could predict every single event, like the exact extent of certain tensions or certain disputes. If you could predict every single event, why would the world still need politicians and businessmen, right? So this is just something very normal. And all these problems, will they stop China from growing and going its way? I'm sure not. No, it will rather sometimes make the country stronger. That's also what they believe in a lot of cases. It will yeah, it could boost the social cohesion. It could, at the end, uh, yeah, make uh, economies or systems even stronger and you can learn from your mistakes. I always think about uh, a lot of journalists, especially one German journalist that is in my mind, they already for years claim that China is going to burst soon, the Chinese bubble. When the trade war broke out two years ago, he claimed, oh, this is the beginning. Now the Chinese bubble is going to burst. Well, two years later, nothing has happened. Absolutely nothing. There are further examples of this. And people who only focus on negative aspects, they often miss out the overall picture, which is, in a lot of cases, very positive. Our world has a lot of potential, positive potential, and nowadays, a lot of this positive potential is also created by China. And so every crisis that we experience is also a chance. You don't need to close your eyes and uh, just ignore everything. However, people who always suck up negativity and are on purpose looking for black swans, they might miss out a lot of opportunities because chances are they run around with dark sunglasses and don't see then in front of them is actually a white swan. Nonetheless, the question is, can you be somehow prepared for a black swan? I think yes and no. You can never be fully prepared because you don't see it coming. Quite easy, right? However, what you can do is to, let's say, more or less automatically and passively prepare is 
to build up robust systems. And that is what China, for instance, did indirectly within the last decades. After SARS, which was in 2003, there were a lot of improvements, especially in the health system, not just because of SARS, but because of, well, general improvements in the Chinese health system. The same applies to other areas, such as infrastructure. The Chinese infrastructure now is extremely organized and literally structured. So it was, for instance, much easier to just shut down Wuhan, the ground zero, so to speak, of the outbreak. And that is also a lesson uh, learned for everyone, actually. If you keep developing yourself and improving, you're automatically prepared for certain crises. And the intention should not be, to my mind, should not be to prepare for the next crisis. When I accumulate money, when I educate myself, this is not because I want to be uh, have an advantage during the next crisis. Bullshit. But what I want to do is, I want to be competitive, and when there is a crisis, I don't worry at all. If there are bad times, I know that I, I'm strong enough. And the same applies to countries. So with these higher standards you can permanently and automatically protect yourself. To summarize all of this a bit, it's just a fact that a single mistake can often have a widespread and perhaps catastrophic result for countries. Like with the coronavirus now, there was a single mistake perhaps made by a person. We don't know actually, right? But it could be a very small coincidence that causes a black swan and a lot of problems for many people. In this case, billions of people are somehow affected. However, we can never fully avoid those incidents. And the larger you become as a personal country, the more difficult it is to control everything around you. The waiting for something to burst is an absolute failure and is a waste of time. Focusing on the good things, however, of life. Why not waiting for the good things? Why not focusing on them? If you are not in the need of selling or spreading negative news, don't do it. Live a positive life. We have a great life and let the crisis come. We are strong enough to overcome them. All these negative things around you, you can be prepared for them naturally. And finally... Whether it is a black or white swan is sometimes only a matter of perspective anyways. Thanks for listening to the Dragonfolio China podcast. As you've kept listening until now, I assume you enjoyed the show and would appreciate a five-star rating on your podcast app, which allows other folks to learn about this important topic as well. For more fascinating insights into China and for easy ways to benefit, make sure to visit the website at dragonfolio.net and sign up for the free newsletter.